Welcome to the Bible Mind Podcast, where we seek to be transformed by the renewing of our minds and to see everything in life from a biblical mindset. Hi everyone, Theophilus here. I'm glad that you can join me for this podcast episode because I'm sharing another update as far as this transition that's happening with the podcast and creating my own website. Anyways, the website is up and running, so it's live. It's not completely finished, but a lot of the main parts are. So I'm going to give you the web address in just a moment here, but I just want to remind everyone that this is the first time I've ever done this. I've never created a website before. I'm excited to show you what I've made and more than anything else, it's functional. And so you can get to all the different places and that's what I wanted. There's a place where you can join a mailing list. So if you want to follow along, I would totally encourage you to join the mailing list Some of the other buttons and things that I have to do, I'm still trying to figure it out, but that's the joy of learning something new. I mean, it's challenging, it's time-consuming, it's frustrating at times, but once you learn it, you learn it. And I think that's the journey that I've been on because now I'm not afraid to make my own website. I can do it. I've had enough practice because I've had to do things over and over again, or I did it and then something went wrong and then I had to go back and find out what it was. So that's just the learning process. Now you can go and see my website at thebiblemind.com. I just encourage you to check it out. Plus that's where I will be housing everything. So even though there will be a transition with my podcast platform, you could always find my podcast on that website. Since I've been working on this website for most of the week, I don't have a whole lot of mental space otherwise, but next week I plan on returning to my women in ministry study going into 1 Timothy chapter 2. So I hope that you come back and join me for that and please be patient with the process. I know that it can be tedious at times, but I think it's going to yield a lot of fruit. And I know that it already has in my life. And I don't know what it is about me. I mean, I'm not a very detail-oriented person in other areas of my life, but in Bible study, at times, I can be very detail-oriented because I don't know why. I guess I just am very passionate about it and I don't mind going into the details because I love words. I love what they mean. I love the way things are communicated in words. And so this isn't as tedious for me as, say, someone else who wanted maybe other things from a Bible study instead of just waiting it through and finally coming to that place where you get some sort of payback. The payback for me is when you come across those revelations and insights that come from deeply studying the word. I don't always need anything beyond that. I mean, that's reward in and of itself for me. And maybe that's how God created me in order to be a teacher, because a teacher has to be in the word quite a bit in order to 
understand what it says. And so God creates us for our giftings and callings. And I don't expect anyone to be like me, but then I hope that in turn, nobody would expect me to be like them. Two of the weakest areas in my life, I would say are mercy and hospitality. Whenever I did those spiritual gifts tests, they would come out like super low. I mean, like at the bottom. I really regard people who are able to relate to others with mercy and they are hospitable and they're welcoming and, you know, they cook you meals and invite you into their home and their home is always so cozy and nice and it doesn't have to be perfect, but they always have a way of just inviting you in. I mean, those things are really priceless. I just know for me, I'm weaker in those areas, but I definitely want to grow, especially in the area of mercy. I feel like God is working on me in that area just because I don't have that quote unquote gift. It doesn't mean that I'm absolved from having mercy for other people because my father in heaven is merciful, but it's harder for me to get to those places. So we're all created differently and we need to always remember that. Like the whole analogy of the body, if say I'm an eye and I'm looking down upon other people, sorry for the pun, but <laughs> I'm looking down upon other people going like, I can't believe they can't see, like, why aren't they able to see that? I don't even understand. Well, I'm an eye. So yeah, God created me to see stuff or whatever. Somebody else is a hand. They're able to build these incredible things and they're able to produce a lot of work because they're a hand. And then I'm feeling like, oh my gosh, I can't do all that because I'm not that person. I'm not a hand. I'm an eye. So that means that I'm somehow less than them. I just want to encourage everybody and remind everyone. One of the main things I've always wanted to share with other people is give yourself permission to be all of what you can be and give other people permission to be all of what they can be. I don't ever think about who's around me. When I do the things God calls me to do, I mean, yes, I care about other people, but I'm just doing what I feel led to do, what he's gifted me to do. All I can do is be myself and I never want to put my light under a bushel or shine half wattage. I want that for you as well. I want you to be all of who God called you to be. And I would hope that you would never draw back or diminish yourself or become less than who you really are because you're looking out for somebody else's feelings or um, maybe they are jealous of what you have, or they wish that they could be more like you, or they can have your gifts. I mean, it could be a number of things, but I would just encourage you to be all of who God called you to be, because that's what any of us are called to do and to be. I just want you to know, as we're going into this next phase of the Bible Mind podcast, and now the BibleMind.com, no matter what it turns into, I just want you to know that I think highly of you. I really try not to look at myself in comparison with other people. The Bible says that it's unwise, it's even damaging to compare yourself with others. And I wouldn't be looking at a hand feeling envious and a liver 
wouldn't it be like, how come I'm not the foot? It's all these body of Christ passages where we can't think of ourselves greater than somebody else and we can't think of ourselves less than somebody else. But really the secret for not going there at all is not to compare yourselves with other people. The areas where I'm weakest, I tend to look at others and it's not like I envy them. What I think God really wants me to cultivate in my heart is that I need them. I really need to be interdependent with other people and I'm not always that way. But because other people are good at the things that I'm not good at, because other people have strengths in the areas where I have my weaknesses, we can all lean on one another and grow stronger together and better together. And yes, that's a phrase people in the world are using today, and I'm not seeking to copy them, but it's true of the body of Christ as well. Just to make it doubly clear, I want to say that again. I need you. I really appreciate everybody who's prayed for me because I really felt like God's grace over my life, even though I put in long hours, I got frustrated at times, I had to work on things that took me um, more than an hour or two, and I'm like, oh, why is this happening? But I really felt God's grace. I felt like this huge gust of wind right behind my back pushing me forward. And so I do need your prayers, and I know that it's because of people praying for me that I've gone this far. So if you have prayed for me at all, thank you so much. I just want to bring up one last thing um, that I was thinking about during my Bible reading this week. It was the time when they built the tabernacle in the wilderness. So many people gave of their valuables in order to build the tabernacle in the wilderness. In those passages, Moses is the hero and people look to Aaron because he's the high priest. And then his family is the priestly family, like they're the stars of the show, so to speak. But all the different people in the community, they gave to the tabernacle. And it couldn't have been built apart from them. And I wanna just share Exodus 25, one through eight. Then the Lord spoke to Moses saying, speak to the children of Israel that they bring me an offering. From everyone who gives it willingly with his heart, you shall take my offering. And this is the offering which you shall take from them. Gold, silver, and bronze, blue, purple, and scarlet thread, fine linen, and goat's hair, ram skins dyed red, badger skins, and acacia wood, oil for the light, and spices for the anointing oil and for the sweet incense, onyx stones and stones to be set in the ephod and in the breastplate, and let them make me a sanctuary that I may dwell among them. Those things that the people gave were really valuable and made up a lot of things in the tabernacle. And you think too that the people were supposed to give the oil for the lamps that continued to burn night and day. Yes, Aaron and his family, they were supposed to tend the lamps, but the oil came from the people. So it was their responsibility as well as the responsibility of the priests. And God made it that way so that we could all join together and contribute to the tabernacle in the wilderness, to the temple of God, to his kingdom on earth. It takes all of us. And I just want to give a special mention to the artisans who helped craft 
and build the tabernacle in the wilderness, along with all the different artistic designs of the curtains, the clothing, the utensils. Their creative work could be seen all over the place in the tabernacle. And there's a parallel to today, whether it be in our society or in the church. I'm not just talking about people who lead worship or musicians and singers because they seem to be very valued in the church, but I'm talking about other people like artists, designers, creative writers, really anybody in the creative field. It took creative and artistic people to help build the tabernacle in the wilderness. It couldn't have been done apart from them. Sometimes we look at things and we assess their value by their practical function. So therefore, creative endeavors don't seem to be as highly valued in our society and sometimes in our church, with the exception of music. But God, in this example of the building of the tabernacle, has placed incredible value on people with creative gifts. So much so that he made it a point to write in the Bible that these people were filled with the Holy Spirit. They were filled with wisdom and understanding to create these things and make them according to God's divine blueprint for beauty and for his glory. And just keep in mind that there were very few people who were anointed by the Holy Spirit in the Old Testament. So it'd be very rare for a person to be filled with the Holy Spirit. And yet God chose to make it plainly clear that these artistic, creative people were filled with the Holy Spirit. That's pretty amazing. I want to take a little bit of time right now to read that passage. It's Exodus chapter 31. Then the Lord said to Moses, See, I have chosen Bezalel, son of Uri, the son of Ur, of the tribe of Judah, and I have filled him with the Spirit of God, with wisdom, with understanding, with knowledge, and with all kinds of skills, to make artistic designs for work in gold, silver, and bronze, to cut and set stones, to work in wood, and to engage in all kinds of crafts. Wow. And I would just encourage you to meditate on that for a while. How valuable is this to God? That he would have to fill somebody with his spirit, with wisdom and understanding for them to be able to do what they do. And this man, along with many other people who helped him, was so valuable in creating a dwelling place for God. I just marvel because this is what I've been reading this week and just kind of meditating upon that all these different people with different kinds of gifts different skill sets. They all contributed to the building of the tabernacle in the wilderness. Please do not minimize what you have to offer. Don't minimize what you are doing by comparing yourself to somebody else. So continue to do the good work that you're doing and be encouraged. And thank you so much if you've contributed to my life and this ministry by praying for me. I can't tell you how much I appreciate it. I'm going to leave the link to my new website in the show notes, but once again, it's thebiblemind.com. Please check it out, and if you have a mind and a heart to do this, I would covet your prayers as I continue working on this website and all the content for it. Until next time, take care.